Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome to the Global Press Podcast with Jun Solano and Andy Marchiolo. Good day, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Roma Press Podcast. We hope you're doing well. A thank you to our newest patrons over at Patreon, Garrett, Myers, Jonathan Flynn, and Luca. And of course, thank you to all of our other wonderful patrons who allow us to continue us doing what we are doing. Make all of this possible. Your support means so, so much. We greatly, greatly appreciate it. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you again. It means everything. If you want to become a patron for uh, Roma Press, you can go to patreon.com slash Roma Press, get early access to episodes, join the, the WhatsApp group, all of that good stuff. And the group was rocking yesterday, Andy, because everybody was excited for Paolo Dybala finally opening his account with Roma. You know, at this point, he should easily be the top scorer in the Serie A. Uh, l- let's go to that first. Let's go to the match against Monza. Then we can talk about some of the transfer market stuff. And then we can talk about this thing with Clivert that is, listen, I, I know I've been to the UK a couple of times since Brexit. What this thing that it caused his transfer to collapse, there's mathematics and then there's these calculations that they use for, uh, for their work p- uh, permits when players apply to a panel to see if they will be able to play in the UK. I felt like Alan, the opposite of Alan from The Hangover, how you, there's that there's that scene where he's doing the blackjack, um, where he's counting cards and winning all of the money back from The Hangover. That was basically how I felt, except I didn't know anything. So instead of him knowing everything about the, the equations and all of this stuff, I could have replaced him in that scene, except I would have known zero, none of the answers. I, I, I can't believe... Seriously, like the Premier League, they are sort of uh, governed in this way. Now, I know it, it has to do more so with the government, but my goodness, trying to figure that out. I, I mean, I, I closed my eyes and tried to uh, like get through to the uh, to the other side to Stephen Hawking and be like, hey, man, can you do me a solid on this and help me out? Send me some sort of uh, uh, strength to figure out what this is, because it is it's crazy. The way this calculation for whether a foreign player is eligible or not to uh, play in the UK, but we'll get to that later. Let's start off with uh, with Monza. So clearly, I know nothing, and others know nothing because I thought they could be one of the teams to perhaps shock people this season. Now, I added that with the caveat of Stroppa, the manager, and Giovanni Stroppa. For those of you who maybe forget of him. He had a pretty good run with Crotone, but um, once they made it up to Serie A, they were, I mean, just dreadful. He got the boot. I I don't even know how or why you keep a guy like that after you have such a summer like they did. Andy, they suck. 
they 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 suck. So oh, we yeah. have to add that caveat. However, Roma looked great, and I enjoyed every moment of it. I enjoyed uh, watching Paolo Dybala bag his first half brace. I enjoyed uh, Belotti coming on. Almost, I mean, he almost got a goal too. Um, I mean, really, no complaints from last night. I, I can't be critical on a single thing. No, it's true. It was um, it was a very calm game, and there was a uh, yet another display where Roma were able to contain the opponent, where they didn't give open looks, where they um, really didn't allow Monza to get back into it. Um, they, I think, they did everything right. They played the way a game like this should have been always played so approach it calmly have confidence in yourself know that eventually the ball will go into the back of the net and and don't let the opponent score and don't let the opponent get uh in front of goal and um roma did exactly that they executed the game perfectly for a a a match that you know you had only two days to prepare for that's it was i think impressive the way the team Managed the tempo of the game. There were really um, uh, several interesting moments, and um, and and you know just occasions where once again you see this team uh, flowing. Uh, there were moments where this team really would would just get going. You know the 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 pitch would open up for them, and away they go. And you just the energy is. Just incredible and, and incredibly different from anything that we've seen before. Um, there is a lot more understanding between everybody, and and yet it's still not perfect. It's still not there. So you know, once it, this team gels, once the, the, these guys learn really to read each other perfectly, then it's going to be amazing. I, you know, the, the 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 first goal by Paulo Dybala is is exactly proof of that it's it's uh you know just what could have been uh i think it's zaleski who just launches the ball away from from our own um from on our own area and he just launches it without looking and 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 tammy just keeps it alive and gives dibala a chance but dibala is already sprinting before tommy heads the ball so dibala knows that that that's what Tammy can do, that he can keep that ball alive, that that ball will not go into the into, into the defense opposition's uh, feet. And, and, and he, he sprints before Tammy heads the ball. Tammy with an amazing header. Dybala believes in that ball until the very end. He has two guys on him and, you know, he, he just... He just shrugs them off, and that shows that there, there, there is a uh, already an understanding, uh, a belief in each other. That that's what Tammy can offer. That's what Dybala can do. D- uh, Tammy believes that Dybala can sprint that fast, you know, on a ball that was far from easy because it was bouncing off, and uh, and and I think that these are this is what these games are meant for. You know, that we all knew that Monza. Um, you know they're not a good team, despite the names that they've gotten in, in this yeah, transfer saw. window and the names that they keep being linked to. You know that it's it's kind of scary when you think that the national when you you think about the Italian national team. You know you you think oh you you hear people say oh but you know we have guys like Pessina and then you look where Pessina plays and Pessina is playing now for Monza. That's scary right. when you right. have a national team that relies on on those kind of individuals. Oh, we have Sensi. Who does Sensi play for? Monza. Okay. That's that's a very reassuring. So it, we knew that this was not going to be. 
I think Cremonese are miles better um, without those individual uh, players involved. And and so, but this this was the the perfect game where you can exactly test things out, um, get back to playing like your old self uh, after the, that sort of mediocre performance against uh, Juventus where we saw really a Roma that was completely deflated in the first half and then the second half eventually they got into it. Um, here this time around, the, the team was looking sharp. The team never never really relaxed. And if they did, they, they knew how to do it, which is always, again, a great thing to see because uh, we've had our fair share of, you know, games where Roma would, would switch off and once they switch off once they relax it's uh, it's game on for the opponent whereas here it just wasn't so um, they they managed to to give Belotti a chance they managed to keep him involved and uh, that's always very important for a player who you know is is missed uh, a few months and and has been training on his own you want to you want to give him those looks you want to uh, you know even get him on the pitch for 10 15 minutes just to sort of get get comfortable with the teammates with the ball um with you know in-game situations which is always different than in training or even an individual training which he did for for the past uh, few weeks so uh, this was you know all things considered for a home game where you have a packed crowd and it was very exciting to see and um and lovely to to finally see Dybala. I, I would have loved to 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 also see uh, Tammy get some yes. some kind of reward for this game because in this game he really was doing a lot of things right. He was doing a lot of the things that he did not do against Juventus, and and the way he just bypasses those defenders in that in that uh, that piece of action in the second half where he's just you know. He, he has three guys in front of him and he just skips by them and it just, and and unfortunately doesn't get a shot off um yeah it just it just shows that this is a player that needs that motivation that needs to know that oh you know don't let yourself get too satisfied and once he has that that awareness that oh people are not happy you know I'm not delivering uh and I'm not fulfilling the expectations that people have set out for me um, I'm gonna get, uh, I'm gonna get going. I'm gonna do do my thing, and he did, and, and that's wonderful to see. The only I think negative we can say is is those two injuries, Oshrawi Kumbula. Yeah. Um, that's unfortunate because with Kumbula you are immediately looking at either playing with uh, the th- starting three defenders, you know, for the next six games. Or uh, adapting a uh, fullback, you know, or either switching I thought, to. I to, thought Sir Brian goes to the back now, yeah. Sir Brian, I mean, Mourinho wasn't afraid to even say uh, Vigna, uh, you know, Carsdorp. Oh, oh, I mean, oh God! Oh, just the thought of that is well, somewhat alarming. you know, I don't, I don't know. I mean, you know, you're playing, you're gonna play what in Helsinki, Roma. For all things considered, this this run until the break is. It probably is 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 terrible for the kind of intensity and then the sort of the brief tight schedule but but the the teams are okay so it's we can we can do it but it, it's always a problem when you know at the start of a season you start off by saying oh there is depth there is depth and then these injuries take place and you're like oh crap you know we're gonna have to adapt Vina. i mean that's really that Mourinho went 
went to that extent. He started listing off. He's like, I don't need, you know, I, I would love to have a defender at my disposal. I'm not going to put pressure on Thiago Pinto. So, you know, we've come up with Zalewski as a left back. So why not invent ourselves with, with the, uh, Vigna as a center back or Karsdorp as a center Oof. back? <laughs> Oof. Wasn't our latest uh, serving of Vigna in the... Uh which match was it where he conceded just an incredibly stupid uh, free kick? Was that Baldo where he, where he did a foul from uh, from just outside of the penalty area? And then I whoever know what you're it was talking about, but I, it's, it's a blur for me. I, yeah, I don't know if that's it, the it, effect that Vina has on me, or if maybe it was a particular moment where I was drinking. I don't know. <laughs> Even if that didn't happen, it sounds like something Vigna would do anyway. So we will just assume that uh, that I am correct in that regard. But I'm, I'm fairly certain <laughs> that one of our uh, latest servings of Vigna uh, was him treating us to committing a foul just outside the area and Roma conceding. Somebody can uh, can correct me on that if I am uh, if I am wrong. But I'm I'm pretty certain that did happen. So. As you just said, really, the, o- the only thing we come from yesterday feeling uh, somewhat negative about are the injuries. Now, for El Shadawi, we're still waiting to see. I don't think it's going to be incredibly serious. Kumbula. You could knows? see El Sharawi that he was pissed off, you know, yes. because he's had a, a, a tough time, a tough stretch over the last year, year and a half. And, and, and he was looking really good and really sharp off the bench, uh, which is not something you can say about El Sharawi when he gets those those limited minutes in the second half. He usually exactly he goes down with with an injury, and this time around he was he was showing consistency even in his performances, and you could see him. He was pissed off at the fact that um, he's gonna he's gonna miss uh, at least I don't know the next two weeks or something. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Yeah, we're I'm I'm we're going to keep the jokes to a minimum too, because his father uh, just one or two days ago began to follow me. So to keep things Respectful and peaceful. No more uh, jokes about. No, I mean, I'm, I'm innocent. You're the guilty party. You're the you're the you're True. the you're the bastard. There's you know between him and uh, our our Danish uh, our Danish chef up in uh, Bergamo. I'll I will I will oh. tone down the the hints at uh, foreign. You're going to tone it down, okay? But in, but in, anyway, so nothing. Uh, if you're a team suffering through injuries. Nothing cures the injury issues like a trip to Friuli, especially in the in the late summer like this. Probably the only appropriate time to ever even be in Friuli to begin. I with. was, or, I was, I was there. Hey, I was there. At, I was there a month ago. <laughs> Not even. <laughs> oh, hold on. You you never told anybody this. What in I, the world I, did you go there for? I was um, a friend of mine has, uh, believe it or not, a house in in the mountains. Uh, in like uh, this Calais, place called, yeah. He's got a place. He's got a house in a place called Moggio. Mo, he's in Moggio Udinese, and that's uh, that's like forty kilometers off of Udinese into the mountains, into the Alps. Uh, so kind of 
very close to Austria and uh, and Slovenia, and uh, I was there, and um, there's a lot of racism there. It's not a it's not a good place in terms of. <laughs> okay, I joke about every place really in in the in the country. Um, yeah, but Friuli, I I just felt it, uh, different energy. Different. With, it, um, it, um, <laughs> okay. Gosh, I don't even know how to recover from that to 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 really sell this place. Um, well, as it's a beautiful said, place. It's uh, kind of racist. I, yes. Oh, oh, um, much, much, much like Veneto. Um, I mean, really anywhere, Friuli, Udine, Udine. I mean, a lot of influence clearly from uh, the Alps. A lot of Swiss, a lot of Austrian sort of uh, cuisine. Uh, a lot of the um the restaurants and the places to eat very they have this sort of theme of uh, uh swiss culture austrian culture um yeah there's a lot really of speak. there's a lot of meat and potatoes and, and yeah, beer a lot, a lot of, of beer which is not really the norm in italy but there's a lot of um, beer well, there i mean if there's one thing uh i mean we do have some good wine very good wine uh, Italian beer is not one thing I can vouch for. Now, I don't drink beer to begin with. I only drink wine. So I, I will let you be the, the, the final judge on that. However, um, anybody who is going to the... I, I can't imagine that many people uh, who listen to this are going to be at the match uh, on Sunday. However, it's going to be... Uh, if you do end up going... Have you ever have you ever been to that stadium? Uh, the Dutch Arena, in, in, no, I I was uh, I was just driving past it by car. Uh, my my a friend of my friend who who's from there, he was there when uh, when Ronaldo uh, played his last game for Juventus and uh, celebrated the goal like crazy. Did the Sioux thing? It was called off, and then he left for Manchester United. So how exciting! Um, that is an interesting um, sort of the, the 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 surrounding areas of the stadium. It's kind of like one of those. Like university towns, I, maybe is like the way to say it. it it's very uh, quaint, maybe that's a word to use, but not not a whole lot going on there. I do, again, I what, what you were saying about the racism, uh, <laughs> as far as uh, how persistent it is in the area, I can't vouch for that. <laughs> However, what I can say is, just in terms of uh, places in the north to travel to watch Roma. Yeah, this one is up there with one of the most bleak. I, I okay. Wow, not... we're doing we're doing an excellent job of endorsing Italian tourism. That's uh, well, I we've mean, done nothing but bash Italy uh, over the course of these four years of podcasting. We've just we've destroyed Vicenza. We've annihilated uh, Venezia. We've uh, now we've well, Venezia annihilated itself. That stadium. I mean, it, it, okay. you, yes, will, but, you will but, annihilate yourself. You know, step, with you, stadium. it's like you, you, uh, I don't even want to imagine your, your trip advisor reviews when it comes to, I don't know, the train station in some place in Italy, because you must really give them some, a lot of one star reviews from what we're hearing. So we're just trying, I'm just saying that if you go for, uh, uh to Friuli for just like a uh, nice, innocent, ignorance is bliss kind of vacation then great but if you start to like 
<laughs> just listen to what the people say around there. It's not really nice. It's not uh, comfortable. So, uh, see, this is where this is what this podcast does to us. It, it just go. We go from not saying anything bad about El Shirawi and Bangsbo um, to to bashing Friuli. So, this is what we do. This is what we're good at. Um, I don't even think that people listen to this anymore for like football conversation. It's just mostly <laughs> to see who who are they gonna who are which they gonna re- call which out? region is up next? <laughs> yeah, well, if the uh, if the Italian Board of Tourism would like to become a sponsor, we can change the the rhetoric around many of these places very quickly, except a couple of them, which I'm sure many can guess as to which ones I'm referring to. But uh, in all seriousness, I mean, no. No team in Serie A enjoys making this trip. This one and the one to Lecce are undoubtedly Cagliari to an extent too. Um, I mean, Sardinia as a as, as an entirety is kind of. Have you ever flown into there, by the way? To to where to Cagliari? Yes. Uh, yeah, I think once on a cheap flight because that's where where all the cheap <laughs> that's flights. The only go. way you get there is a cheap flight. <laughs> that's- um, <laughs> if you're not um, taking the ferry or a, a, a luxurious yacht, then yeah, sure. <laughs> correct. So it's a, everybody gets there via very cheap flight that you uh, that you came across on those websites and you found it for seven euro that they're trying to offload it because nobody wants it. So those are the ones that suck the worst, undoubtedly. So listen, I, this is one of those teams, Udinese. I just am very meh on no matter what the season is. I always just assume Roma should always defeat this team nine times out of ten, except in the rare occurrence where Utinese is genuinely better than them, which we could probably say the last time was the uh, the the season of Di Natale, Alexis Sanchez, who else? Uh, Medibnatia, who else did they have? Andanovic. It's really been that long. I don't know how much of them you've seen thus far this season. They're not exactly exciting. Although, as I say that, they literally score a goal against Fiorentina. So I will stop talking. Yeah, we're very, now very, very big fans of Udinese. Thank you. Yes, yeah, they're leaning one to go zero. Go to Friuli, right enjoy the place, enjoy the stadium. Go, for, go Udinese. Well. Speaking of Fiorentina, that those scenes of Spalletti getting into it with the fans of uh, Fiorentina the other day is art. Can Did it, you see it, also uh, where he started to say what the fans told him? Uh, yeah, like, yes, about it. it was. I, I actually thought at the beginning it was like a a video put in loop, but actually it was him just saying "Mamma Maiala, Mamma Maiala, to Mamma yes. Maiala, to Mamma yes. Maiala." So. Um, Poor guy, you know, it's a very it, poor guy. Luciano Spalletti is like, I, you know, he has, he's a coach whose reputation is far worse than he actually is. Like he just, he's not that bad. He's actually a good guy, a good manager, but there seems to be this weird energy around him where everybody, every fan base seems to have like, something against him i mean you remember the time where he also i don't know if it was for i think it was he was at genoa we were playing at genoa he started or, or maybe it was crotone we we're playing against crotone and he started 
to he stared at the fans who were sitting behind him and insulting him and just stared at them throughout like 15 minutes of playing time he didn't look at the pitch once he just stared at the opposing fans and just weird because um he's not that controversial yet uh, he's being turned into this controversial figure (laughs) yeah you know much like the thing with uh with his words on talti with him he has one slip of the tongue and for some reason he is just one of those people that is a like beaten into submission. I mean, have you, you, people probably do not notice this, but ever since he said the thing about Talti, okay, we, we all know what happened. We're not going to relive that. But he's given at least two or three dozen interviews where he's done nothing except kiss the backside of Talti. However, because he said that one bad thing, you know, he's kind of viewed as uh, unforgivable. Uh, I, I don't know. He really is, though, like the least controversial guy. And he's so good. He's one of those guys, too, that is just so goofy that I, I, I don't even know if I would really enjoy getting a, getting a rise <laughs> yeah. out of him. I would much rather see, you know, you know, Gasparini. I would love to get a rise out of him. You know, like. Oh, man. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah for sure. No questions asked. No, no, no. You know, Spalletti has a sense of humor about it. Like he knows, like he's making fun of himself. You know, Gasparini is, there is a lot of those coaches in Italian football. So Spalletti is the lesser evil. But, um, <laughs> yes. I, you know, it, it, exactly. As you say, Udinese, just getting back to your point, it's not a. Uh, they're not a team that that really uh, are too convincing. They're uh, no. Once again, it's it's good that there is. It's you know we go up against this kind of opposition. As I said before, the the upcoming schedule is is difficult because of how tight it is. But um, the teams we're facing uh, are approachable. This is doable. It's doable for a team like Roma. I think these this is a good series of games where you exactly get to test your abilities. So. Mm, you know, to go from playing uh, Cremonese and Salernitana in, op- in the opening two games to then going to the Juventus Stadium, getting a, a draw there, and uh, and then getting played newly promoted Monza, and then going to Dinesi. I think it's just a nice nice balance of of, of different levels uh, of of quality within the league. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I mean, you don't want to begin the season uh, having to go full pedal to the floor where you're required to give and spend a lot of physical and emotional energy. Obviously, you don't want that. However, as you just said, I kind of like that there has at least been one important test away to Juve. And Roma proved to be more than uh, worthy of the point that they won. So I'm I'm absolutely fine with how they look so far. I mean, as far as concerns, I would assume almost unilaterally everybody's going to say injuries and that's it. Has there been a performance from anybody that you've seen thus far in the early go where you think to yourself, oh no, you know, he's not up to it. Wow, there's clearly a gap in in this department compared to the to that department. I don't really think so. Now, is there going to be a dramatic difference? You know, like we did first half against Juve, all of us were saying, oh, boh, uh, Cristante, Matic, not looking good. You're going to have a different reaction to that than when, or you're going to see a different uh, 
level of things and maybe not get the best assessment when it's Roma Monza, Roma Cremonese. We understand that. However, you're still getting, you're getting to see the consistency, which is something that Roma has struggled with for years. Uh, I mean, this isn't just a, uh, something that has plagued them under this culture or that manager. This is something that they really struggle to do, um, match in, match out. I mean, frankly, I would have thought, okay, entering yesterday, I, in the back of my mind, thought to myself, oh, this is this is like the peak Roma match where everybody is excited, packed stadium. This is the one where they drop points. Because how many times have we seen it where Roma, in a match that you would, again, you would expect them to, to, to win nine times out of ten, they just disappoint, kick you in between the groin, and are completely deflating when it comes to performance, result. That's what I was mentally preparing for yesterday. It didn't happen, though. And I think that's one of the clearest signs of growth that Roma has made. For sure. I mean, they they no longer um, put themselves at a level or think they are too good for this match or that match. I mean, mean, clearly, do we remember what happened after uh, last season of Bordeaux? I mean, Mourinho came out and and banished. I mean, my boy Diawara, did you see what country he's been banished to in order to find first team minutes? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I just uh, we just published that. We just published yeah. uh, the story that uh, it's over. The the our era at uh, at Roma, you know, there was Marcus Aurelius, uh, there was Julius <laughs> Caesar, there was Nero, and uh, and there was Diawara. And yeah, uh, well, his yeah. time that's what the AD stands for his yeah his time After has come Diawara. to an end. It wasn't. It wasn't up to the standards. It was a very weird time, as I, you know, and as I wrote in the, the, the this thing that we published, it's, uh, it's you know, plagued by injuries, up, up, ups and downs, um, long stretches of of nothing, of not being able to step on the pitch, then momentary, brief, you know, spurts of of quality and and hope for something and then it just didn't happen it didn't happen and uh in his best moments he would go down and um it would be short-lived the excitement would be short-lived so he leaves as an outcast but it just it just feels weird it just feels strange how how um how his whole you know Time at the club, his development evolved um, throughout these last three years. It, for a player that was so promising at Bologna, it it took a very similar uh, curve uh, uh, as to how it did in, in at Napoli, where he was brought in to be a backup, and then he had moments where he would impress, and then he had moments where the coach insisted on having him out there, and then there were moments where he just wasn't to nowhere to be found so it just it's um it's strange he leaves it's this is again incredible business by tiago pinto the man is going to have you know uh 50 of the selling clause on on, on the hour's future sale that's unbelievable for you know <laughs> we want all that the oh. money we can get and it's yeah, um right right it, it, to the, again you we've seen so many 
of these guys just Dave stay massacred on. my boy oh he, he was your boy he was your boy now we our boy is is justin clivert who's gonna oh need a gosh. lot of help if 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 god forbid he he is still here in uh what less in 25 hours from now because i'm i'm italian time 7 p.m here today tomorrow at 8 p.m it's done the window's closed um and I don't think he can survive in Turkey. You know, I don't think he's no. got the guts for it. So no, I don't think he's cut out for uh, Turkish football. Um, I mean, his options clearly limited now. I mean, this thing with Cliver before I end on on Diawara because I I, I feel like we were hoodwinked by the footballing gods when it came to Diawara. Because as you can attest, Andy, okay, if if for those who maybe were not watching Roma at the time, the first three months of Paolo Fonseca at Roma, because he got hurt in what September, October, if I'm not mistaken, is when he did the the the, the MCL injury. No, mid mid October, yeah, mid October. Yeah. Okay, I mean those first two months he, with Vertu, yeah, he was without a doubt, yeah. Perhaps he was the, the captain of the ship. Yeah, yeah. He, yes. he was the captain of the ship. With, with, that was the that was that that team with 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 Clivert and with Javier Pastore. That was it. Well, you didn't have to add that part to it. I'm sorry. It, it was. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, yes, you, it got out of hand. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> far. Yeah, taken too far. But anyway, uh, you know, I, I I just don't know what happened. You know, I, I'm waiting for like him to pull off the mask and be like, oh, you know, for him to reveal, I, I, I don't know, Ivan uh, Pires uh, or some other guy who just sucks. Because I, I, I refuse to believe that he was as bad as what we really saw. Well, well, the truth will come out, I think, here, now. This is his oh, time, no. you know? He's taking a step back. I think he took such a big leap in his career from Bologna to Napoli, uh, you know, where he was supposed to replace uh, Hamsik. He was supposed yeah, to yeah. replace one of the best players, one of the best midfielders in Serie A, and he just never lived up to it. And then he came to Roma, and he was supposed to, you know... Uh, also, uh, kind of, well, kind of replace uh, De Rossi, you know, kind of be the that that midfielder that gives you stability and balance, and and just again, just too much for him. So hopefully this time around, the the level is different, and uh, and he gets another shot because he's just what he's twenty four, so still time. There's still plenty of time. I, I, it's just a very odd turn of events, you know, just. Six months ago, I mean, he sacked his old agent because he g- couldn't get the deal for uh, Valencia over the line. And he hires a very well-known, very prominent uh, German agent because he's now open to going not only to Spain, but he would. Uh, he was open to Germany. He was open to a lot of possibilities. But, I mean, if you were to ask me just... A few months ago, I never would have thought he had to settle for uh, a league that's outside the top four mm-hmm. leagues or top, uh, yeah, the big that's, five. It's very weird. I think that's the, the realization uh, set in. <laughs> you know, the, yeah. the doors, the door, the walls started to close in on him, and um, and he made the right move. <laughs> yeah, and now 
this thing with Clivert, I, I I cannot wrap my head around it. Now, some of our patrons were kind enough to sort of shed a bit of light on this because admittedly, obviously I'm not from the UK. I was vaguely familiar with some of the changes in terms of uh, passports, work permits when it came to the UK um, post-Brexit. This thing with Clivert, man, is insane. Um, I... I I am a little stumped because these calculations that they do to see if a player will qualify for a work permit, it's a very convoluted, confusing calculation. I still don't understand why his time with... Uh, it doesn't Because count. basically what they do is... It doesn't they take all. <laughs> yeah, they take all of the appearances you made for club and country, and they use this as the baseline over the past 24 months as to whether or not you have enough experience to earn a work permit within the UK. For some reason, they did not count his uh, appearances with Nice. Again, I cannot understand why, but the long and the short of it is this sale, uh, at least for now, it's not going to happen to Fulham. It's not going to happen to any Premier League side. So unless somebody from France, which remains still possible, or Spain... Germany, whoever comes forward, uh, Roma may be stuck with him, which would be very unfortunate um, because I, I just don't. I mean, you want to talk about a football uh, way of playing that he does not fit. I mean, but he, no, but 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 also, you know, I see people saying, "Oh, but now we El Sharawi is is injured and he he he's gonna come in useful." But no, the reality stop, of the situation, stop, he was never no. taken into consideration. Also, he doesn't right. want to be here. You know, it's like it's like saying, uh, you know, with with Nzonzi when Nzonzi was there, oh, you know, oh, he's gonna stay around. You know, we need a midfielder, so my, he might as well. No, no, it's over. It's over. Yeah, it, it, it is one thousand percent over. One thousand percent over. It's so. just no. You know the fact that oh, Mourinho talked to him in two thousand seventeen, and the, after the, the the Manchester United won the final doesn't mean, you know, Jack mm, shit. Yeah. So uh, please stop it, showing that video. Please stop. No, we're we're, I, we're I, I done can. with that. The, the reality of the situation is the club never took him into consideration. The manager never took him into consideration. The player doesn't want to be here. He came back after after Nice refused to 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 buy him back after his loan, and 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 he wanted to move. So he wants to move. He's not happy. He never was really given a, a shot. Uh, he was taken. I think he played in the in the preseason friendly against Trastevere, and then he was like, he, I think he injured himself, and then he was told just stay he did, here. He did. He played like seven minutes, and yeah. but we we did manage to get a photo of him for the website. Which no, we didn't. We're we're oh, out of. We're just. Hold on. I could have swore I got one. At least a, a a screen grab because I <sighs> thought to myself, oh shit, this is going yeah. to be like. Freaking yeah. all over where I have to be exactly, and it is, it is, <laughs> it is. For, I don't know what we can also. I don't, I don't have any photos for Bianda. Bianda is the only Bi- uh, yeah, player who has still has into, no offers. So that's 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 going to be interesting. Slowly, it's like Bigfoot. You know, we we're, we're told that he's around, but I don't have the photos to prove it. I do not have the definitive evidence to. Say yeah. one way or the other. It's creepy. Roma have those. Roma have had so many of these moments where it just are they around? Is here? Is Santon George, still alive? I next, Santon. Uh, you know what's what's the with next Santon? Luka Modric. Can't wait. He's yeah. twenty five. My George is twenty five. So 
Um, wow. When he came here, he was like the he just won the like award for most promising life. teenager in Croatia or something. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh! Uh, you have to have some of these moments to keep you grounded before you get too ahead of yourself. That's why Roma they begin the season three wins, one draw. We need to add a bit of these uh, uh, these weights drop down to the foot just to remember where we came from at certain times. But yeah, it's, I, I mean, I, I don't even know what to say anymore. Do we have to, we already commented on uh, Marikamara. I mean, cool, great. I, I guess I don't yeah, know. Oh, cool, great. That's that's really, that's yeah, the, what, that's what, the what tagline. That's the ca- tagline for the movie, Marikamara. Cool, great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Okay, that's it. That's it. I, I, we're not going to get into it. The whole like breaking down of the transfer market. Maybe we can do that after Udinese. Once this craziness, yeah, it's over, and we got Udinese. Um, then we can think about it. Cristiano Ronaldo is not actually coming to Napoli, is he? <laughs> I just I can't imagine a, a, a less a, a more imperfect pairing than uh, uh, Aurelio De Laurentiis and uh, Cristiano Ronaldo. I just cannot imagine. Cristiano Ronaldo working out in the same infrastructure within the same uh, five-mile radius of, of Aurelio De Laurentiis. I just can't. When they sit down for the negotiation and uh, De Laurentiis tells him about his uh, the club's uh, image belief rights. when it comes to image rights, yeah. like <laughs> how many seconds does it take Cristiano Ronaldo to just get up and leave the He's room? not even going to be at the table. He's not even going to be there. <laughs> I, I I still to this day in the year of 2022, the fact that two things have become, or, or I should say, are talking points. Okay, one of them image rights, the other one, seeing Barcelona put out a, a tweet saying they've successfully registered a player. We have successfully mm-hmm. registered a, a Jules Kunde to the squad. It's like, wait, what? We're at the point where that requires some sort of communication. Announcement, yeah. <laughs> um, oh, oh, lastly, have you speaking of Barcelona? Did you see the recent? Uh, maybe it was Instagram. I don't know. Somebody can correct me if I'm wrong, but it, it flashed across my timeline in the two minutes I was on Twitter the other day of Pjanic and this fresh new haircut he had. <laughs> Along so with you're the seeing not something so... that's like a month old. You're like my mom. She she like shows me oh, her, her memes okay. uh, that I've seen in 2017. <laughs> well, there was a wonderful, wonderful post of him. First, he I, I believe he used a racial slur in his caption. <laughs> Secondly, he has one of those uh, haircuts where it's the mid 30s guy who's doing like the the the, the hairstyle of like 17 or 18 year olds. And it reminded me of the meme of Steve Buscemi. How do you do fellow kids? Man, <laughs> I, I, I hope, I hope simply because of how he left Roma, I hope it was all worth it, man. The WhatsApp, uh, listen, there are a lot of interesting ways we've seen players. You're going to bring we up the saw, WhatsApp. Uh, uh, Vucinic in, do you remember the swamp of Vucinic and Freddy Guarin? Where mm. didn't Guarin like hide inside the 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 restroom stall at the Juve headquarters? I don't even know. Th- those are the things that I choose not to remember. I remember mm. other things. It's 
I mean, the the the, the WhatsApp message to uh, Mauro Baldissoni will forever live in infamy. So I, you know, I'll always have a little bit of a, a special place carved out in my heart for Pjanic. So, okay, we we will end it there. Somehow we managed almost forty five minutes of this in a match, a match day where we have to preview something against the uh, Udinese, which is the the least mm. spectacular clubs in in all of. Seria only in front of uh, Hellas Verona. So, whenever that match day comes up, just wait. <laughs> Thrilling stuff. So, okay, we'll talk to you in a few days, everyone. Until next time, ciao. Ciao.